Reverend Samuel T. Ross Lee, pastor of the Emmanuel Missionary Baptist Church in New Haven, Connecticut, and this is Community Spotlight. Good morning. Good morning, Good sir. Joe. Um, so, yesterday. Uh oh. Um, yesterday. I, I was, yeah, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, intimately engaged with um, the NAACP in the city of New Haven. Um, at their nice symposiums, and intimately engaged. Oh, intimately, yes. I was, I was. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I need to give a shout out to um, Keisha Reed again. A red, I'm sorry. Um, I had been asked to introduce the speaker for yesterday's um, lunch, hmm. and um, I forgot, or it didn't have my calendar the whole nine yards. So I'm, I'm literally sitting at home, and you know, I haven't showered, I haven't dressed, I haven't done anything. And um, she sends me a text. Oh, jeez. And said, not, not just, you know, as a reminder, but she sends me a text, you know, jabbing me. It's like, you're introducing my um, former national president. She's a national president of Delta Sigma Theta Incorporated. Okay. So you're introducing my national president. Don't mess up. That's what the text said. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm introducing who? When? Where? She's like, I thought it's luncheon today. I was like, what? What are you talking about? I'm not doing it. I'm doing the oh, invitation. What time was it when you got it? Huh? It was well, 10 o'clock. Oh my! I'm doing this invocation tonight. You know that's what I'm saying. And she so she takes a picture of the program. Oh my! And sends me the text of the picture, with my name on it. Oh! <laughs> so I call the dude who's running the thing. He's like, Oh, I thought we had this confirmed. I say, Oh well, listen, I'm I'm coming. I get got dressed all nine yards. Saturday, mm -hmm. I had had a little um, accident coming back from Trumbull. Hit a pothole hard. So hard that the back tire on the passenger on the passenger side blew out. The, the, not the tire, the rim. When they took it off, looked like a square. Oh. Okay. I hope so you're gonna get that fixed. You took a picture. Didn't Hold on. Okay. Did that whole thing, but they, they took it to the place. They trying to find a remanufactured rem rim, mm -hmm. and they couldn't find it. And it was like, you know, I said, dude, get a new rim. I need to get this 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 donut off my car. Right. So it does that. But my front tire on that side is going, the air is losing. I'm trying to put air in it, can't get air in it. So I'm like, I got to get some air in this tire before I drive down to the Omni right. this morning. I go to the, like, the Valvo station. I say, could you guys put some air in my tire? He starts to go do the thing. The whole pin comes out. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, he's, he's like, dude, you in trouble. <laughs> 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 so, so another, he calls the other dude. Guy say, he said, yeah. The guy's right across the street, literally. Yeah. He said, they can do that. They can fix that. Mm -hmm. I said, okay. So I go across the street and do say, yeah, I can do that. I can do a temporary, you know, whatever. I say, how long is it going to take? 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm good. So take it over there. Still got it. And um, um, he's doing it. And he goes, you know, I can put, I can redo this whole thing and put the sensor. I say, dude, it's about time right now. Which one can you do <laughs> at the least amount of time? So, you know, go ahead and put temporary he's in. He's like, hold on. I'm um, a preacher. I got God on my side, I, but yeah, I ain't got time. I, I ain't got time. I ain't got time in the palm of my hand like that. So um, he threw the temp on there. Yeah. And um, the guy was saying, tell me, you know, the, the, the new thing doesn't really cost that much. I said, listen, I'll come back. Mm -hmm. um, when I came back, the guy was gone, so I got to go back today, this morning. But mm -hmm. they got the tire ready, got the whole thing fixed. I just picked up my car from the, when they from were the, the rim on the, uh -oh. taking the donut off. Uh -oh. Right, because they got the thing in like last night, and so they didn't have it till today. Uh -oh. So all the tires are forking, all the things are. 
We all good. We all. It was a no, heck of a day. Well, let me just say this. Morning. God is great. Yes. God is good. <laughs> God Lord, is good. we thank you for these tires. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And a credit card to pay for it. There, there um, you go. <laughs> <laughs> and a job to pay for the credit card. <laughs> oh, we can just keep on thanking. <laughs> oh Lord, and thank you for waking me you up. Should this come morning to Thanksgiving. To <laughs> you should have come to Thanksgiving Day service, dog. Well, no, I was hideaway in Germany. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, uh, oh man, we had a great time. I even uh, got to work the you name it challenge into my sermon. <laughs> Caught him totally off guard. Totally off guard. It was. It, it was like. Oh. <laughs> so it was great. But we had a great sermon. We had a great time. Um, nice. <laughs> so yeah. So I go to the event yesterday, mm -hmm. and I'm introducing the president of Alabama State. Okay. Um, she's like you say. She's also past president of the Delta Sigma Theta National President Delta Sigma Theta Authority Incorporated. Wow, that's a mouthful, but you got it out. Go ahead. I know, right. Uh, she, but she's also. I would have had to write that down. I ain't going to front. Has um, master's and doctorate degrees in divinity from Howard. So she's also a preacher. She's an itinerant deacon or elder, whatever they call it, in the AME church. 10 plus 3. But go ahead, sir. <laughs> Doing the thing <laughs> like that. She gave an excellent speech. It was absolutely excellent. That's I awesome. Thought, um, you know, did well, one of my. Um, one of my chapter bros was like, asked me if I'd known her. I was sitting there beside her and mm -hmm. we were talking. He said, did you know her before you got here? I said, no, I just met her. He said, uh. you know, she was like giving this speech and doing the speech thing. Then she just took off into a sermon. I said, bro, she was preaching the whole time. Are <laughs> <laughs> kidding me right now? You were looking for a speech? <laughs> right. She was preaching the whole time. She's a preacher. You know, she's preaching the whole time. She's just a preacher who happens to be a president right now of, 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 of um, HBCU. So um, that's what the program is about. Um, also, hey, shout out to um, uh, Dr. David Swinton, probably not listening, but he's uh, president of Benedict College, and he was there as well. Benedict I worked at Benedict, Benedict College, Benedict, Benedict in, in Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. Benedict is in North Carolina. North Carolina, right. Um, okay. our, that's our sister school, actually. Oh, okay. Sister school, well, yeah. Oh, is it? Yes, because they were the first um, all-black, all-female school. And Spelman's just close to us. Now, the oh. reality of it is that, they, historically, Bennett is. The reality, of course, is that his sister's right across the street. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> right. We had a SGA president one year who yeah. made the mistake of allowing the Bennett um, um, classmates to come to our homecoming events for free and charge Spelman half price. Well, they're sister college. I mean, come on. Dude. I can't imagine the cost. We have our, our football stadium and field sits like in a, in a horseshoe, or in no, a no, it's it's down in a valley almost like. Oh, okay. So outside of the stadium is kind of a hill, <laughs> and I'll never forget this as long as I live. The Spelman sister said, "Oh, we gonna have a chill on the hill, <laughs> and y'all wait till homecoming is over." Oh man, how did that work See how out? How many dates she be getting and how many? Because they in North Carolina. It was like, dude, what you doing? You know, messing the game up for everybody. Anyhow, go to this event, um, introduce um, um, Dr. Boyd, Gwendolyn Boyd. Oh, but I was saying about Dr. Swinton. I worked for Dr. Swinton for a semester when I was at, in Columbia as a campus minister, and I did not know he was actually born in New Haven. Oh, is that right? So he was Transplant. here. They were giving him an award. No, okay. he was born in New Haven. He grew up, he, um, grew up in um, New York and whatever. Okay. Um, he's like Bush, George Bush. He was born Born here. here. Um, yeah. Adam Clay Powell, born here. You know. Yeah, born here. That's <laughs> Junior. it. Junior. Yeah. Um, so went to the event. 
Um, so we, this is what this is all about. NAACP and the um, City of New Haven Board of Education came, came together, did a symposium, um, trying to focus on HBCUs, particularly those that have teachers programs in their curriculum, to get more African American teachers in New Haven. Okay. Okay. Um, a part of the um, um, drive to get more black teachers is to get folk who are not, you know, didn't do any education in education, any academic in education, so they don't have a BA in education, which quite, quite frankly, I don't like that degree in any way. That's me. We'll discuss that on another we'll term because another I know term. we can have a long discussion right. on that or a short one. Depends on it's how you short. want to do it's, it. It's actually very short. You need, a, you need a degree in a subject and then go get a master's in education so you know how to teach that subject. That's okay. my thing. Um, but what this relay program is about. I agree with that. Go ahead. Is that, you, hey, that's how a lot of schools roll. You can't get into Harvard with a, with a, a bachelor's in education. Right. You have okay. a bachelor's in a subject for getting Harvard ed school. It makes sense, but go ahead. Right. So but what the relay program is mm -hmm. about is... Um, trying to um, shorten the process and bring in people who haven't had any education mm -hmm. teaching or academically to get them certified. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of learning about this and asking different people questions, people on both sides. So I asked, you know, talked to um, uh, Lisa Mack. She is the kind of the front runner for the city on this and the Board of Education on this. And um, as they had this um, it was, I thought it was supposed to be a symposium. We had it, last night we had a dinner, and then I thought the next thing was supposed to be a symposium, but what all it, it was a, a, a speech from the president of Hampton, um, Dr. Harvey, um, who, by the way, is a 50-year um, member of the Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated. Thank you very much. Real. Um, <laughs> so he gives Killing a speech. me over here. Get to it. He gets a speech. Yes. <laughs> and I'm and afterwards I'm you know, people are talking. So I hear this conversation, over this conversation, this white guy, sister here, I don't know the white guy. And they're talking about the relay program and why they don't like it. Mm -hmm. So that perked my ears up. Well, what they, because uh, I've already heard about, you know, why people like it. So well, I want to hear why you don't like I it. I want to hear both ends, really. Right. Okay, so why people like it is this. They're saying, first of all, we need more teachers. And we need to um, make the process um, shortened and, you know, for people don't have to go. Because people who already got BA degrees and maybe have jobs, they don't have time to just, uh, or they can't afford to just stop their job and go and get certified. Certified, okay. You know, go get education to get certified. So this allows them to do it while they still have their job or while they have no background in education in terms of from the, from the academy. Um, and so they go through this program. They're calling it the graduate, a graduate school of education. I don't. I. I, I think that's a that's a stretch, in a lot of ways. Um, but but that's is what it a stretch it. or is it a, a careful? The brand might be necessary. Well, uh, I know you are. I know you're into branding. No, the brand might be. It might be necessary because well, I'm into branding because our whole our whole society is into branding now. So the bottom line is we have right, got to work with what we when have. When you're dealing yeah. with words. Yeah, but we get, the brand might be needed, though, it, it, our rep. It, it, it very well may be. But, um, because you know, you know I you may need somebody to who didn't go through the program and hear that, you know. I, well, but I may need the brand to. Um, the, brand um, better, the brand better suffice. You know, if the brand is right, it might suffice. To I may need to tell a cause. lie to get money from you. But that doesn't mean that it's still not a lie. 
but the brand is needed, you know? Whenever you're using words, the possibility is that those words are being used inaccurately and inappropriately. So it very well may be. I don't disagree with that part. The question is how appropriate and how accurate is it? That's the question. Again, it's still sir, an open question I'm just for saying, me. I'm I, just no, saying I, the brand might be needed. Yeah. So we've agreed on that. Why would you okay. saying that? Because you be, <laughs> although you agree, you're still, just, you're still arguing on the point that, it, you know, you, dis you, you really disagree with No, it. I'm not disagreeing with Okay, so you I'm say. disagreeing. I'm, no, I'm questioning okay, you still whether, or not, whether or not this particular brand mm -hmm. is accurate and appropriate for what this what the situation is. It's and needed. I'm, I'm, the brand might be needed. You're talking about what's appropriate and what's accurate. Exactly. And, and you're dealing with it in some sort of, you know, no, uh, I'm dealing a with objective, <laughs> you know, reality. No, I'm, I'm trying to ask questions. dealing with it in the real world. You're dealing I, I, with it from... I, I, Real world is the real world. The real world is that we have a president elect mm -hmm. who has lied to a whole bunch of people. Yes, and um, we'll probably continue to do that for of the time that he he's will. in office and that sort of, of thing. Course he will. So just because it's real world doesn't make it good. Uh, I am not gonna let you just downsize my little thought right here. The brand, sir, is very I, important. I, I, but we haven't disagreed on that, so All I'm right. not downsizing it. Because but I'm still going to ask questions about it. That's what I do. Look, you know, Mercedes is called a Mercedes because the brand says that it's a quality car, but is it necessarily better than a Ford? No. And that's my point. The brand, sometimes you need to know the brand that will, the, the brand that's going to get it off the shelf. I, I, I think that the person who decides to buy that car... Mm -hmm. needs to have as much information as possible about whether the brand and, and what they're saying about it I is I said a person who's going to buy it, but it's a person who's going to watch it go by them. They, they just need to know the brand. Okay. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> oh, so uh, so the I'm person who disagreed. That, I'm just concerned that you have a group of people who now turn around and just say, well, you know, no, that, that, that's just. Uh, but no, people have a responsibility not to simply listen to a person like me. I mean, you just said, you know, a few minutes ago, source that. Easy right? now. Some of my stuff is, you know, limit on this now. Do, do, do. <laughs> right. Let's wanna, pick and choose pick which and one. Choose one of, that's right. Pick and choose no, which one of my quotations but, you want to follow. But, but let's let's <laughs> let's talk about what that means. What you're saying is, uh, you know, yeah, there's yeah. an obligation, responsibility on you to not just listen to me. Yeah, yeah. I so the same thing here. So if I say if I'm if I say I have questions about whether the brand is I, I'm not making a, uh, a a definitive, but I am leaving it open for me to, you know, be able to uh, take some time. If somebody goes right, takes that and go, well, that means it's not legitimate. That's on them. I can't I can't be responsible for folk, you know, just making um, rash decisions because they don't want to do the work of, of checking out information and that sort of stuff for themselves. And, and so source it um, from, from my standpoint. That's where I am right now. Um, so I'm listening to the guy who doesn't like this for thing. For sake of argument, I'm going to let this go. Who sounds like, <laughs> yeah, for, for, for sake of me being right, he's going to let this go. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> go ahead, sir. <laughs> so I'm listening to this guy who doesn't like. He sounds like he's a teacher. I couldn't. I didn't really ask him a question about that because I started. And that's why I was saying what I, I was saying. I started. I started engaging him on the actual conversation about the thing, and I said to him, "Okay, so I was told that you know everybody who takes this program has to still pass the exams, the state exams, so they don't just like go into this short." shrift program and then become a teacher they still got to pass all the exams that the other teachers have to pass right and and he goes yeah because that's what the program is about teaching you how to pass the exam but it doesn't give you 
um, a broader sense of, 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 of training, mm -hmm. um, which is what, you know, it is. Um, you got the educational part in terms of teaching. You got the training part. Mm -hmm. um, he said it doesn't give you the broader sense of training. It doesn't expose you to a variety of things that you get in an actual academic program at a college or university. Mm -hmm. And and so I, now I do believe I could I kind of feel. Let me just say that and I, and, and take that for what it's worth, people. It's not uh, some objective hard decision or whatever. It's emotional. It's it's a feeling um, that there was some trepidation and hesitation about this thing because of what it might do for the profession or even how it's going to affect the people who are already in the profession mm -hmm. in terms of you know um, employment and um, whatever else you know their money mm -hmm. I don't know what else going you know whatever can do but or so did this work back with the city of New Haven you said you well, well they're they're the ones who are pushing this pushing the this relay program. thing is being pushed by the city of New Haven mm -hmm. I oh, just by the way let me just interject full disclosure uh -huh. my sister is right uh, your sister works for the board of ed there you go my sister worked for the board right of she was at the um uh, no, uh, well I saw her late so I didn't see her there she uh, thought she came to this the, the thing that we thought was going to be a symposium Okay. Um, and um, no, I just got to give full disclosure. Right. I, 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 I understand. Got to hear this on another. But our 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 um our um conversation after that had nothing nothing. Right. I don't mean nothing. I mean nothing <laughs> to do <laughs> to do with that. And so this is why I love him. You people. can talk about that later. No, uh, but not know, on air. But you can uh, talk yeah, about uh, it later. Absolutely. Right. But you know, some people, you know, they're like, oh, you know, how can you talk about New Haven Board of Ed without disclosing your sister? I had to hear that already. Okay. So I'm just going ahead. But anyway, right, back right. to you. Sir. And, 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 you know, Jim, Jim was a good friend of mine. She's a member of my congregation, um, served as a deacon. Uh, full I disclosure. Did, you know, yeah, <laughs> right. Full disclosure. Um, okay. You know, participating in her life and her husband's life um, before he passed away. Mm -hmm. Great deal. Did his eulogy. You know, right. whole nine yards. Okay. Uh, buried her mother, your mother. There you go. Okay, so full disclosure on that. But again, we didn't have that conversation about this. <laughs> okay. um, so <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Yes. Because, okay, so if you've decided and concluded mm -hmm. that, you know, we need more teachers and we need more African American teachers to mm -hmm. put in front of our students, and this is one way that we can do it. Mm -hmm. And help them, you know, help that process because of folk who didn't go to school to be pe teachers. For example, one of the things that NAACP did when they reached out to the HBCUs to come to this thing, mm -hmm. uh, representative, most of them who showed up, I think all of them who showed up, have teacher degrees in their mm -hmm. curriculum. You know, there's but an element to this whole thing that I, that's being overlooked, and we'll talk about it in a second. Go okay, ahead. but they also reached out to um, HBCUs that, for like example, Morehouse. We don't have a teaching degree, mm -hmm. um, and but it's, the approach is going to have to be different because you got to say to those people, you got to convince some of your students to become teachers because they didn't come to Morehouse to become, you know, high school mm -hmm. teachers, secondary school teachers, and then we'll, you know, take it from there. Okay. With these people who go to schools that have those programs, all they got to do is appeal to them and say, listen, they're hiring Connecticut. Right. You know, because they're coming out looking to be teachers. So it's a different mm -hmm. kind of conversation. Okay. Um, so they brought the HBCUs down um, and, you know, they're trying to use the relay thing as another avenue, I think. Mm -hmm. So the question becomes the quality and the um, depth and, and just the goodness of the relay program. Is this a good enough way mm -hmm. to put teachers in front of students? You said that right there, you know, the thing of putting teachers in front of students. Uh, let's back that up, because uh, that's a loaded bandwagon right there. Mm -hmm. uh, as we say back in the, back in the military, 
Well, that's a deuce and a half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so that is a deuce and a half. That's a deuce and a half. I haven't heard that half. statement in a long time. Yeah, you but, go. <laughs> but you know, once you hear them, you know. Yeah, you know. But um, what I'm saying is that uh, putting teachers in front of students, and I'm quite sure the reasons why we're looking to put uh, reaching out to the HBCUs CUs, uh, is because we're looking for black teachers right. to teach our black kids. Right. The one, the other part to this equation that I haven't heard anyone speak uh, spoken is: Are we looking for black teachers to put in front of black kids, or black teachers who not just understand, but is also willing, if not understand, but willing to understand the social and economical issues that that black kid that they're in front of right. is going through. Mm-hmm. Because there are, it's easy to put a black person right in front of right. Black uh, well, I, I I didn't go into that part of it because no, I'm not part of the equation. Uh, yeah, it's certainly part of the equation, and it's very serious to me too. I wasn't looking at it from that standpoint today, but there's a whole long conversation we can have about that because the fact of the matter is, mm-hmm. just because they're a black teacher, mm-hmm. don't mean they're a black teacher. Exactly. Just because you're black don't mean you're black. Right. I could point to you. Uh, I would hate to be in the classroom with Ben Carson. Right. I'm a little <laughs> neurosurgeon, but uh, he might not want to. He might want never not want to help me advance because he don't see me as needing to advance. Right. Right. And 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 you have and you can have some um, you know um, um, white teachers mm-hmm. who have that perspective of in fact wanting you to advance right exactly. i mean i was at when i was at morehouse we of course have um white professors there oh, and right. oh, by all, oh by all means at every hbcu you got white professors you know uh xavier in in, in, in louisiana yeah, yeah. put out more black doctors than any um school in the country <laughs> you know who started the program that they use a white guy back in the 70s hmm. like in the early 70s he put together the, the process that they use to bring kids in and to get them past the MCAT and into medical school. Now you see and that he's still there. So, yeah, that, that's certainly so true. Um, um, a lot of them came. I one am guy so concerned about that, though, uh, uh, Reverend. What? Well, the, What's that? that? I'm, exactly. I'm so concerned about black in front of black. Right, just for Be, the sake of. Right. And I hope right. that, I, I really hope that the decision makers that, uh, looking to make this decision, I hope they really think about that part of the equation, because again, our kids could really, really hurt. More so. More so, because of false perception. Right. The false perception of getting uh, somebody who understands, understands somebody who cares. Right. Um, in in terms of your perspective. No one said that you got to hold hands and got to be a guardian or a surrogate parent. That's not what I'm saying. But at least be willing to understand what this kid is going through or have some experience on it. Right. You yeah. gotta be you gotta be able to speak their language in at, at some level right. so you can communicate to them. I have this little um um uh, antidote, uh, apocryphal story, I don't know what the deal is. But it was about this kid who comes out of the country, off the farm, mm-hmm. goes to school. <laughs> and they're teaching him, and this is you know secondary school, whatever. They're trying to teach him math. So the teacher's like, you know, um, so this part is twenty nine. You put down the nine and you carry the two. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's not getting it. 
Right. They don't understand. They can't. Oh, how don't you understand? Just carry the two. Carry the two. Carry the two. Whatever. And that's all the way they know. One um, teacher or teacher's aide said, hold on. Write down the nine and tote the two. Uh -huh. Ah. On the farm, you tote stuff. You, tote you don't stuff. carry. You don't carry. Right. So he may have never heard, at his age, he may have never, never heard, heard the, the word, word carry. carry. You know what that meant? Right. Tote the two over here. Okay. okay. So he wasn't dumb, um, stupid, or anything like that. Correct. You just need to speak his language. Exactly. And I find that so common. Um, I've been in the classrooms here in New Haven. I've mm -hmm. taught in these aspiration programs, taught mm -hmm. speech class, taught debating class. I've been at ESIMS um, with those kids. Um, you gotta. Oh you yes, gotta, he have. Yeah, I certainly. Yeah, because full disclosure. Full disclosure. Jay, Jay's son. My son was. Joe's uh, son. That's right. He was on the debate uh, team. He was on the debate team uh, when uh, I was when I was there, try, you know, trying right. to help. Oh, um, by the way, the debate team that my son started. But, well, oh, yes, right. That's right. Right. <laughs> um, he did. He did. Um, um, little Joe Ugly. That's what I'm going to call him. <laughs> little Joe Ugly started the best team at East. Oh, God. Don't do Can't brand it. Can't brand it. Can't brand him. Oh, gosh. He's so on his individuality. I can't even uh, deal with it anymore. Miss, uh, 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 we got to miss Joe Ugly. Uh, oh, little Joe Ugly. You can't even do that. Oh, well, she'll murder me if I ever call her Mr. Ugly. Wow. So, uh, 187 up, up there under 25. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, sir. 187. So. <laughs> That's the number, y'all, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> y'all don't know what he means by that. But, um, yes, you got to go in there um, and be able to speak these kids' language. Right. So when I did the aspiration program, for example. That is, you know, where can you write that down? You know, or, or just put out a video or something like that. Yeah. You, you, you and speaking their language I, no, is not, not just the words. You know, the tote and the carry, I would really like you to definitely just like, just stop burying that in the air of yeah. the decision makers. I, right. It is so critical. Yeah. It is so critical because that they understand that. Language um, manifests culture. Yes, it does. So the reason this kid says tote as opposed to carry is because mm -hmm. of the culture because, in which he's right. operating in. It's from a farm. I tell my kids when I was teaching debate classes and speech classes, whatever, I don't believe in proper English or improper English. Mm -hmm. I believe in standard and non-standard, oh. or, or, or standard and regional, mm -hmm. cultural right. you know, kind of stuff. Right. But you ain't wrong if you're around a bunch of people that you grew up with, you live with, and the culture you live in, and they, they understand, understand what you're talking about, and you understand what they're talking about. That's not wrong English, because what's the point of, of, of language? To be understood, God, to communicate, to pass information. Listen, we're supposed to be arguing on this show, not all agreeing this kumbaya. Well, you can't because... I can't argue with greatness <laughs> right now, man. And no, I'm giving you your greatness, your greatness award right now. I don't know about greatness, but it is, no, it, that, it, it is correct. You're, you're coming one after the next on me, man. Um, oh, my so, God. Yeah, but... Um, ah, people you know, are I know, still waiting for the argument. Well, you know, because y'all have made me out into this thing that, you know... No, you know what it is. People <laughs> just think that that's all we do. And when we do get along, it's like, you know... Damn. It, well, yeah, I don't know. It what just they, got along. But... Um, <laughs> Can't you can't y'all do a reverse um, um, um Rodney King? Yeah. Can't y'all just argue? <laughs> can't y'all just fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, you know, language operates in culture. Yeah. And so it's not just about speaking the words, it's about understanding the culture and where those words come from and how those words, you know, operate within that culture and that sort of thing. So learning the language, what I mean by that, mm -hmm. is is understanding the culture, understanding right. the perspective where these people are coming from. So, you know, you can put a teacher Who's, who may be, for example, like I am, mm -hmm. um, but I've obviously had much more experience since. 
I'm a boy from the from the woods. <laughs> I'm not a boy from the hood. <laughs> See, that's a difference. I'm black. But you're going to put me, me. Ca- bring me out of Limestone, Florida, uh, uh, into Morehouse. I didn't even know that place existed until right. I met you, to be quite honest. Exactly, but you I, found it, didn't you? Limestone, yeah, exactly. Limestone, you know? Florida, limestone. bring me through Morehouse, and then put me in front of an urban group of kids. Uh. No, I may be able to go into a, a, a rural country school down in Florida and other places like that mm-hmm. and be able to engage Almost instantly, right? But there's got to be some maturation process for me to come into the into the uh, urban community because I ain't a boy from the hood. I'm a boy from the woods, just like that kid was. So, we got two prongs to this thing that we must address. One, being able to understand uh, the person's uh, background, and two. Not just because you're dark, you gotta be able to look. I, I understand what degrees don't do. Right. <laughs> well, the one exactly. thing degrees don't do is tell if you are an A or a D student. <laughs> That's the one thing that they right. don't do. And there's a lot more I could go into. <laughs> right, right. Uh, <laughs> you know? But, but we, I mean, in the academy, yes. you speak academy. Bang. You know, so that's why I say I'm not gonna I come know. from the woods, right. go through Morehouse or Howard or whatever, and then instantly be qualified for the urban. So it's actually situation. a three prong situation that you need to understand, people. This is so it, it is critical that it we, is it is much more complex often okay. than than governments and uh, um, boards of education, this kind of thing. Um, um, you know. Engage sometimes, and, right. and, and and that's the thing. Right. You got to dig it's not deeper more and be than more. You can't understand. It's right. just more complex than what you are willing to engage. You got to engage it in order to understand exactly. it. If you don't engage, you're not going to understand. Correct. It. Um, I want to uh, put a pin for a second right here. Yes, sir. I I went to the um, school board meeting on Monday. Was there a fight? There was no fight. <laughs> Isn't that, that, that was, something? And that was a that. Ha, ha, ho, Isn't here's that the thing, something? though. Here's the thing about there not being a fight. Because Doc May will be like, he'll give him a fair one. No. Come on, Here's the man. thing about the not being me take you all, man. Come on, man. Stop the meeting <laughs> was excruciating. Oh. I'm gonna tell you why. Oh gosh. Somebody would say something. Yeah. Maybe about five minutes of talk, or maybe two. Okay. And then somebody else would raise their hand and piggyback. Oh. Saying the same thing so that was just said. Amen. Choir going on up in there. And then somebody else. You had this like four people on each topic. There was no disagreement. There was no advancing this thing in any sort of way. You just repeating what I'm like. What are you doing? Shut up. Let's go well, to the next topic. Yeah, we had. Uh, well, was Doc Mayo in the room? He was there. Of course. And and and, and a high. Uh, I won't. Uh, I won't call the name. Uh-huh. But a high official uh-huh. who is connected to the board uh-huh. said to me yesterday that meeting should have been an hour tops. <laughs> I had to leave. Oh, it man. was excruciating. They were talking about nothing yeah. in detail. Well, and so it was a, but so take the pen out. Let's go back. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> you got these ways mm-hmm. in which to bring black teachers here to New Haven. Right. You're going through this programs at HBCUs, mm-hmm. um, which most of them, are, by the way, are in the woods. That True. doesn't necessarily mean the students are, because right. students come from all over right. the place. Right. Um, you have, you know, that legacy. Students showed up from you know. Brooklyn, be like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, yeah, that's that, I'm a bricks. That's a real. That's real, because oftentimes you might have legacies. 
Uh-huh. My parents went here, and then they moved to right. moved to Brooklyn. It's like right. you going to school where I went to, where I went, right? Right. So they end up in Louisiana somewhere, uh-huh. and you know that's what it is. So because the family tradition thing, uh-huh. so that's very that's very real. So the student body may be very diverse, but the fact of the matter is, these are oftentimes black colleges exist in two places, uh-huh. either in the ghetto or, or in, in the, woods. the woods. That's Good the reality point. of that situation. I mean, you've been Howard. True. Then I'd be walking down there around right. night, at night <laughs> without your. Protection. Oh, you gonna get a lesson in running? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Even if you're not on the track team. Yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, for most black colleges where the athletic situation is not that, you know, <laughs> they they have it, but it ain't real. <laughs> Come on. The fastest runners are not on the track team. The best basketball players are not on the basketball team. <laughs> you have football players sitting in the stands. You know, that's, that's the way it is. Like, I ain't come here checking for that. You know, mm. so I, you know, I did that in high school. High I ain't school, doing right. that here. You know, it's a D three school. You know, what am I get? You know, that kind of thing. But you, you know, we still have a football team. We ain't no football school. Let's <laughs> right. be real about it. Um, I told you when I was in school, the the the, the um, starting quarterback was a physics, chemistry, biology major. Se- uh, this ain't jun- no- junior year, Phi Beta Kappa. This ain't no, ain't no football right, school. Right, it's in no football school. It's in no football school. The coach is yelling out plays, and he's looking at his um, periodic chart. And stuff. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> like, dude, I got a test tomorrow. Well, he's looking <laughs> at the coach like, unless you're ready to speak calculus, let's cut it off. Cut yeah, it yeah, off. yeah, just, just, just Your like, X and O's has no yeah, meaning. You, just, stop talking <laughs> to me. Stop talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> this guy did and calculate how I'm supposed to throw the ball, you know, yeah, based upon what I learned back in, you know, the other classes and stuff. But you, you're messing with me. No, stop, stop. <laughs> you know, and we even had Doug Williams at one time. Oh, is that right? Doug Williams coached at the Morehouse for one time. Right. He did? He, yeah, he was waiting on Grambling. Oh, okay. He went to Grambling. Yeah, yeah. And Eddie Robinson was going to retire, and they knew it in a couple yeah. of years. And Morehouse was like, you know, dude, come on down here and do this for two in years. In case you don't know who Doug Williams is, he's a former oh, quarterback God. of the Washington Reds. I hate using I, that term. The Washington, yeah, the that team, team in D.C. D- D- and he was a Super Bowl champion. Um, champion and broke all kind of records. Broke all records. Paid that year. Yes. But I, I, my first introduction to Williams was when he played for Tampa Bay. Oh, uh, yeah, he was a good he player. Played for, he played for the Bucks. Did he get the, he- uh, the Heisman Trophy, too? I don't know if he ever got the Heisman in college, but he was a good player. And he comes out for HBCU. I would, did not know, somebody said the other day, how many family. people coming out of HBCUs are in the NFL. Well, I'm not surprised. Come on. Well, I, you know, you, you, you would think that they, they're checking for people in the D1 schools and that kind of stuff. A lot of these guys, the HBCUs are not D1, a lot of them. Right. You know, Hampton is going that route. Um, but then Howard that goes against what we were just talking about then, about people coming on because it was a – they don't have a football school. They just got football players. Right. We have football players. We have a football team. But we don't yeah. have a football school. Okay. So, but, but, you know, we had uh, uh, Denzel's son played on our team. Who, and the actor? Uh, yeah. Oh. He played Morehouse. And, oh, is that he, right? and, and he got drafted to like the practice squad on Did one Did you see the show? I don't want to die. Ballers, yes. Far. Ballers, Love yeah. Love the show. Love it. He's a great actor and he great doesn't actor. act anything like his father, which makes him even better. It would even better. Right. Correct. So correct. Um, so this is what we're dealing with. I didn't with even now. know he was his son until I look it up. I'm yeah, like, exactly. He don't even really look like him. Yeah, Maybe he, he looks really more like his mom. Maybe he does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, everybody says my daughter looks more like me than she does, her mom. <laughs> um, hey. But, um, I hear all kinds of stuff about my child, but that's right. another. <laughs> right. So the questions, you know, around these, around the, you know, the way they're moving. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I often find, I find too often, is mm-hmm. people have 
some sort of a simple, I don't want to call it simplistic because that's a little too um, derogatory, but it is too simple sometimes where it's like, we need black teachers, let's go to black schools and get black teachers. Correct. And we need some fast, so yep. let's have this other program and put uh -huh. them through so they can get certified. Right. And you don't have a situation that's any better than except for right parents right. than what you had before. Correct. And, and that is so true. That is so true, and especially in the urban area and in black schools, I mean, you have to take into consideration, even if it's a two-parent household, both parents might be working mm -hmm. all the time. Right. Right. So it's not necessarily that a kid come from a two-parent household, how is he or she like this? Well, because, well, parent activities with them is limited. Right. Not by choice. Right. By, by necessity. It's by necessity. By necessity. We got to start bringing, I got to start bringing guests on. Yeah, you do. When this kind of thing is, is up. So they can feed into or they the conversation. Can give a, yeah, they could give an opinion. Uh, give opinions and relativize, perhaps. Because right about now, I agree with you too much. Right. Well, but, but the yeah. reason you're agreeing with me is because I'm not, I haven't, I'm not at the point of making a hard, fast statements about these things. I'm still no. at the questioning stage. And I take that stage very seriously. And I think that should be the most serious. Uh, right. The, the most serious stage. Because that's the most the, serious stage. You're yeah. right. And that's what people don't, that's what people don't get. When, when I go full out, mm -hmm. I've gone through the questioning stage thoroughly. Right. So I'm convinced of what I'm saying until you can come and show, show me something me that I missed when right. I was in the questioning stage. That's a good point. You know, so that questioning stage is very significant and very important. Mm -hmm. uh, but I also think, you see, this is what happens, I think. Institutions. Mm -hmm. It's hard to get institutions to go through the questioning stage. So true. For example, I'm a pastor, obviously. Um, I do things at my church, both here and in South Carolina, mm -hmm. and I pull together a committee of people. Mm -hmm. The first thing we're going to do is talk this thing out, think this thing through. Mm -hmm. You know, here's what we want to do. Here are the ideas. You know, here's why I'm trying to move on this. I need you to go home and think about it. Then I need you to come back for us to engage the conversation from all these perspectives of people. Now, my, the point, the, the, the beauty of this is to get the right people in place. Because okay. you can get a whole bunch of folk thinking who can't think or, <laughs> or can't think about this. Right. So you get the right people in place. Come on, not everybody are critical but, thinkers now, so right. don't get offended out there. Exactly. Yeah, don't, you know, don't, don't, get don't offended. even try it. Um, <laughs> that ain't what this is about. But the fact is, is that every time, almost every time, you get the people who say, we need to just do it. Why do we keep talking about it? Because we haven't really engaged it like we need to. Please understand the difference between what he's saying now versus what he was saying about the Board of Ed meeting. Oh, yes, yes, Please yes, Please understand yes, yes. there's a difference. A bunch of, a bunch of just uh, sitting around agreeing. If y'all all have come to an agreement, now it's time to move and stop talking. Correct. That real, that the paralysis of analysis is over, <laughs> as, 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 as King talk, talked about. It. But I also told you before, about the story I heard, um, antidote, about a, a general mm. who had his officers looking at, you know, how to do this particular thing. And they came up with two different ways, you know, wrote it all down, two very thick things. And they put both of them on his desk because they couldn't decide which one to do. Mm. They just threw them on his desk, which mm. one you? He mm. said, that do one. that one. <laughs> and so, uh, oh, okay, he's the general, you know, yeah. he came his assistant asked him, how did you know it was that one when you didn't even read it? He said, listen, 
I put intelligent people on this, mm -hmm. and this is what they've come up with. If they can't, you know, get past the impasse of deciding which one, do one of them and, and see, see if, if it, it works. works. If it don't work, do, do the, the other, other one. Ain't no use to keep talking right. about it at this point. Right. So I'm not going to engage them in conversation anymore about it. That's the right. paralysis of analysis that you want to get past. But right. that stage is important. Right. You know, so right. to, to, to consider what the flaws are. And, and that does not mean, let's be clear about this, does not mean that all of the flaws are going to be taken out. They're going to be allevi uh, you know, uh, alleviated, obliterated mm -hmm. and, and alleviated and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that right. because we're humans. True. They're going to be, if you got a political opponent who's nitpicking, you know, flaws about things, uh, without looking at the broader intention and lo without looking at the serious engagement that you've done, then you know that that person is just going to nitpick anything. Mm -hmm. But if you've gone through those processes and brought stuff up, you, you may still have some things in flaws. Here's the thing that's the difference. You've got to be willing to admit it. We recognize that this is a flaw. But we believe that the good parts of this override the flaw to, to the degree that it doesn't become the primary you know, characteristic of this thing that we're dealing with and we're talking about. You know, people, it's, you know, I, I always say it's, it's okay to have an ego. It is, a, you know, egos help you move forward. It, it's okay. But you must have a control valve on that thing. Mm -hmm. And some people just don't know when to turn them off. Right. And you don't realize when it's, a, you know what, there's a flaw right here, what I just did. Let me just say, you get past my ego and admit it, address right. it. And move forward. Right. Grow from it. Or admit that you can't do anything about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the thing about it, we are, we are a society so afraid to admit failure. Yo, dude, oh, I have been in discussions with people who've come to me, you know, we, I've said something, blah, 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 and, and, and they jump right on the, the weakest part. Mm -hmm. And they go, but yeah, but that, blah, blah, blah. you're right. Right. <laughs> they have nothing else. They don't know what else to say. Right. Because it was so unexpected. But then they start repeating them to, themselves. To, well, well they, they didn't expect they you to admit right. the weakest part of your argument or the flaw in your argument, that sort mm -hmm. of thing. Right. And so when you do that, they just stop. They don't know what to do now. It's like, town, gun it. Yeah. I wanted an argument out of I want nothing. to go in. I want yeah. to go all in, that right. sort of thing. And, and the fact of the matter is, if you are open, mm -hmm. you will be willing to accept things that come up in the, in the discussion, in mm -hmm. the investigation, in mm -hmm. the analysis. Right. You'll be willing to, because you may not know that. going. You, some stuff you are not going to know until you engage it in a significant kind of way. So you need to in order to have that understanding of what you're really dealing with at the, as, at, as best you can. So, what was, so this is what I'm saying about this program. What was the results uh, so far? Uh, well, you know, this was a symposium, and the symposium was all about getting yes. people excited, excited. about mm -hmm. the reality of bringing students here, um, encouraging and motivating the HBCU deans of education schools and presidents and that sort of thing to, you know, tell your kids to look at New Haven. Mm -hmm. um, I know you're in North Carolina, but look at New Haven as a, as a possibility for your um, employment, professional employment. Um, and, and, and that sort of stuff. So that's, that's what this was about. It was also about, you know, it was a little too much, quite frankly, for me about the value of HBCUs. I don't like that conversation. I don't have it. Because Why is that? In the same, I, don't have that same com I don't have that conversation in the same sense that I don't have the conversation about whether water is, wa is wet. <laughs> well, there's dry water, too. It's dry water. Come on, sir. 
I don't what? have that conversation. If you're looking same, in the chemical breakdown here, it's dry and wet water. In the same way in which I don't have a conversation about whether or not water is wet, fire is hot, gravity pulls you down. Some things are just factual. Okay. And I'm not sitting no, here No, but water is the difference of, of the other two. Gravity does.